Welcome to Living a Good Life. Hi, my name is Henrietta. And you know, when you're out and about, you always want to take the time to enjoy your life. And that's what this show is all about. It's the 411 on beauty, finances, new health trends, medical procedures, holistic therapies. It's all about living a good life for you and your family. So if you got a question, log on. Give us a shout out to livingagoodlife.net on our website. There's a question and answer button there for you. Or Facebook us, Living a Good Life with Henrietta. Welcome to the show. And let's get started on how you can be more healthier today. Welcome, everybody. How are you doing today? Hanging out, doing the thing that you got to do, getting all your errands done, running around, doing some serious shopping. Yes, I know the feeling. Well, in today's show, we're going to have a lot to do with um, a little bit of holistic treatments. Let's talk a little bit about getting the cough and cold, a sore throat under control. You know, it's that season again, and we're going to share with you some holistic approaches from Dr. Markula, who says these are some of the things you can do holistically to help out with that cold. It just seems like it won't go away, or maybe the whole family's getting ready to come down with it. You just feel it. We can help you with that. Today, we're going to discuss that a little bit of natural home remedies for cough and sore throat. Also, some new findings uh, this past week. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit later on the show, birth control and birth, breast cancer. Uh it's been a big issue about some uh, break, breaking news on how birth control pills, hormone supplements can influence breast cancer. We're going to discuss that risk and findings on that. And also we'll have a guest on the show, uh, Miss Lisa Kirkis, who has suffered from breast cancer. And she's going to share with us her story a little bit later this afternoon. So I welcome her aboard. Right now we're getting started with Living a Good Life. If you've never heard of us, if you're just starting to listen, well, we invite you to join us every week. You can log on to livingagoodlife.net and uh, listen to it online, or you can listen right here to your radio station, Radio Luz, 1160 AM. And of course, we welcome your comments at 210-526-3656, or you can shout out to me on Facebook and livingagoodlife.net. I'll be happy to send a shout out to you and answer some of your questions that way. Very simple. We always like an interactive show. Meanwhile, we're talking a little bit about natural home remedies. How many of you guys have a grandma at home? Yes, abuelita. In Spanish, we call her abuelita, grandma, abuelita. We, we have all kinds of names for our grandmas. Um, I remember back in the day when I was a kid, you know, my dad would share some stories about his grandma and what they used to do for yeah, the common cold. Because back then, you know, there weren't as many cold medicines as you see out in the pharmacy. There weren't as many um, uh, pills and liquids and all kinds of stuff. And studies shows now that they find a lot of these uh, medications over the counter that are a lot detrimental to to kids, especially at certain ages. Some parents overdose their kids for goodness sakes, and and some for adults. Some raise high blood pressure, some raise your sugar. So it's always uh, very important to look at the ingredients when you are taking cold medicine and always check with your doctor as well because you just never know. You might have a reaction to it of some kind or it might affect your body in different ways. I know a couple of my friends, even the common little pill of Benadryl affects them and knocks them out for a couple of days. I'm like, my goodness, girl, 
What do you mean you woke up two days? You haven't woken up for two days. Just a common little pill of Benadryl and antihistamine. So always check with your doctor and, of course, listen to your body, especially when you are taking over-the-counter meds, um, especially with kids, you know, who suffer from different Ill- illnesses like ADHD. Sometimes it can, you know, irritate those type of symptoms and irritate you. Uh, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about some natural home remedies for the cough and sore throat. If you guys have any home remedies that you try at home, give me a holler right now, 210-526-3656. I want to hear what your grandma told you to take. Um, you know, with, with uh, one of the biggest things I remember is honey, uh, a little cinnamon, mix it all up with some lemon juice, calentito, put a little hot water in there, make a little tea, and drink that. So that was one one thing my grandmother shared with me. And then my dad, of course, he's an old brute. You know, he did his own liquid salt water base. You know, gargle with some salt water. Hey, that kills everything. Uh, yeah, so everyone has their own little remedies. But you can call me up at 210-526-3656 and share with me some of your um, holistic remedies. I'd like to hear from you. Meanwhile, let's go to some of the doctor's, uh, holistic doctor's remedies. Um, You know, they say uh, raw honey, if you guys love honey, I do. It acts as an antiviral and an antibacterial. And it also boosts your immune system. They say to get the raw honey, though, from your local market. Uh, Maybe a farmer's market in your area. And the reason is, is because... The honey in, in, from the bees in your area actually have all those, uh, po- po- when they pollinate the plant, they have those natural, um, I don't know what you call them, but if, if they, when they pollinate the flower, they have all those little antihistamines naturally in there. So when they make their honey, it automatically makes you more immune to those type of properties. So like you mix that up if you're, I'm pretty much allergic to ragweed. Uh, a lot of the spring flowers that grow. And so by starting to take your honey on a natural basis, maybe with some tea every morning about a couple of weeks before that uh, allergy season comes in with, you know, like spring is ragweed in Texas and cedar. We have cedar mountain fever. We have uh, huckleberry and all kinds of trees brewing. So you want to take your honey and mix it up with your tea, at least to start getting yourself on a regimen about a, a one month before that season starts, and you'll see the difference when you start getting into uh, that season. Now, also they're talking about um, hydrogen peroxide. Have y'all heard of that? Hydrogen peroxide is one of the first signs uh, when you have a cold, which is often behind a sore throat. You get that nasal drip, and it irritates the back of your throat, and Right away when your kid suffers from a sore throat, you get scared because you're thinking, oh my gosh, no, not strep, strep, no. Um, If you do a little bit of uh, hydrogen peroxide, of course, I would assume your kid would be a little bit older not to swallow it because it's not good to swallow at all. So be conscientious of that with your kids. But they say if you pour a cap full of 3% hydrogen peroxide, um, uh, if you pour it in, in each of their ear, because... Uh, it works remarkably well at resolving respiratory infections like colds and flu. I didn't know that. But you know, to make sure too that they don't swallow it because that's not a good thing. One study found that if you had Ensenaca with a sage throat spray, it also worked well 
with a lidocaine spray and relieving sore throats among children. So that's something to think about. And then the good old chicken soup. You know, the holidays are around the corner. You know, you colds, flu season kicks in. Make a big pot of caldo, fresh chicken soup. Piping hot, boiling the bones, boiling everything. So you want to check that out too. Um, making it with some vegetables and keeping the broth. You'd be surprised on how the chicken broth can actually help with relieving some of those symptoms from the common cold. So homemade bone broth is excellent for speeding, healing, and of course, recuperation from illnesses. It, it says that it will also help cure cold. That was a scientific uh, report. And for instance, it contains an immune-stimulating kerosene to help fight off infection. And it's also great for anti-inflammatory benefits too, bone broth. I always like the pho. I don't know about you guys. When I go to, I, I like to go to a Thai restaurant or I go to a Vietnamese place and I would pick out some of their soups. Their bone broth is excellent because it carries a lot of natural amino acids and also it helps thin out the mucus in your lungs and it makes it less sticky for you to expel it and uh, get rid of it more easily. So they say not uh, not too much canned soup. So canned soups are you know, won't work, you know, because of the fact that it's so processed. So because it's considered a processed food or anything canned, boxed, uh, not good. You want to make your soups fresh from fresh vegetables, fresh chicken, boil it up in a pot, and yeah, and add your spices. I like to add my comino, my fresh garlic, because it's also an antiviral, and your celery, which also helps thin out secretions, and and put it all in a big pot and go for it. I like to go to the Mexicano restaurants right here by my house. They make a fresh, fresh batch all the time with cabbage, uh, carrots, potatoes, all that good stuff. So definitely get a fresh big bowl of soup if you're suffering from the common cold. And of course, I guess I think my dad was right, the saltwater gargle. Believe it or not, the saltwater gargle helps also with uh, sore throat. Uh, because the, the salt, the natural salt, which helps kills bacteria, eases also the sore throat pain. That's something holistic you can do. Very cheap at home. You got salt in the cabinet, put it together, a little lemon, and also gargle with that. Also helps with upper respiratory tract infections. Try a solution of one half teaspoon of salt in a half a cup of warm water. And you can add some lemon in there. I do. So there you go. Some holistic treatments to treat the common cough and sore throat. Natural home remedies. And I like to, uh, I would like to take credit for that, but actually I got my information from Mercola, Take Control of Your Health. And you can always log on to his site and see what is brewing on his site because he has really some good things that you can do for you and your family to keep yourself well this holiday season. We'll be right back. I'm Hot Henrietta, and you're listening to Living a Good Life. You can log on to livingagoodlife.net or tune in right here to this radio station, 1160 AM, Radio Luz, San Antonio. We'll be right back. The Lion's Den provides you with all your fitness needs. Whether you want cardio, strength, or an awesome support system, the Lion's Den is the place for you. From sports apparel to gym gear, headgear, leggings and bottoms, sports bras, tops, and waist trainers. When it comes to fitness, Lion's Den offers you boot camps, consultations, nutrition guidance, gym promotions, online training, partner training, personal training, even that one-on-one that everybody looks for, small group training, unlimited access, and you versus you challenges as well. 
Lion's Den offers KMM Wellness Shots. Supplements from aminos to sleep aids and everything in between you'll find at the Lion's Den. And oh, don't forget the Lion's Den has a great meal program too. Meals that are fully prepared and ready for you to heat and eat. The Lion's Den, 10119 Wurzbach Road, Suite 102. Call them today, 210-548-7096. That's 210-548-7096. The Lion's Den, there for you. In today's Health Minute, ever wonder why you feel so good when you go outside, barefoot, and maybe just walk along the beach, have your feet connected to the sand? Or maybe you're outside gardening, pulling weeds, maybe you're mowing the lawn, or maybe you're barbecuing with family and friends at the river and you get in the river and you feel so great. Well, there's some facts to that. Listen up. It's called grounding and earthing. Yes. It involves placing your feet directly on the ground without your shoes or socks. And believe it or not, there is logic to this. The practice relates to the intense negative charge carried by the earth, ions. You've heard of that? Well, this negative charge ion that's formed with the earth, it's an electron rich theoretically serving a good supply of antioxidants and free radical destroying electrons. We absorb it through our feet. And that's why we feel so great. Senior Solutions of Texas is there when you need help with most social services, from placement to home health care, from palliative care to helping someone get hooked up with a home health care provider. If you need a visiting nurse or a visiting physician or even hospice care, Senior Solutions of Texas can help. They accept traditional Medicare, Molina Medicare and Medicaid, Humana Medicare plans, including Humana Gold, Aetna Medicare, Superior Medicare, Blue Cross PPO, Care Improvement Plus, and Pyramid Care. So, if you're in San Antonio, Austin, or the Rio Grande Valley, call on Senior Solutions of Texas at 210-884-2060. That's 210-884-2060. Or visit SeniorSolutionsOfTexas.com. Senior Solutions of Texas. 210-884-2060. There when you need help with most social services. 210-884-2060. Looking to detox your body? Feeling better? Getting healthy? Well, that's what it's all about and living a good life. And I'm here to tell you about Perks Detox Juice. Yes, fresh juicing organic vegetables and fruits and vegetables can help you detox your body. There is truth to that, you know. If you want to lose weight, you got to detox first. If you want to feel better, then detox juices is the way to go. Let me tell you a little bit about some of the waters that they have. They've got juices and detox waters. The strawberry mint detox, I love it. A hint of cucumber, strawberry, and honey gets you through your day. A little splash of cayenne pepper, and what do you know? You're burning fat. Or how about a juice? The anisa juice is great for inflammation. The red cabbage, lemon, apple, oranges, all mixed together. It's been known to help with people who suffer from fibromyalgia and lupus. Ask about the anisa juice. If you want to get healthier today, you want to feel better, you want to lose weight, or you just want to get that energy back, then contact Perks. She can help you. My friend Maria, here's the number, 210-717-0274. 210-717-0274. And guess what? She delivers, or she'll even send it out to you. www.saperks.com. Get online, choose one of the juices, or maybe a nice breakfast bowl. Perks Detox Juice. 
and we are back. How you doing? In a beautiful day outside. I'm just hanging out. And you're listening to Living a Good Life. Living a Good Life, you ever heard of it before? It's a, it's a kind of a show about just being healthy, being free, being stress-free, and of course, enjoying life, whether it's cooking in the kitchen, whether it's diets, holistic treatments, or just feeling good mentally, having your whole body in a wellness state of mind. That's what we're all about. Thank you for listening to Living a Good Life. You can always tune in to livingagoodlife.net online. And uh, we have a SoundCloud. You can listen to some of our podcasts and shows and pick a topic that you are interested in. Today, we're talking about natural home remedies for cough and sore throat. I have a caller on the line. Her name is Julie. How you doing, Julie? Hi, hotness. How are you? My goodness, I'm I'm doing good. I'm trying to keep myself well this season. I I understand I you, you have how many children do you have, Jules? I have four. Four. My goodness, how do you do Wait. it? Where do you find the time, dear? I have no idea. I just just try. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> oh, okay. How do you keep a family household, uh, you know, germ free and? You know, just, you know, just besides, you know, the vitamins, I just, I don't know. I just, I put um, oils on. Um, I put, I have a diffuser that I put on at night. Um, That's pretty much, you know, I give them uh, vegetables. I feed, you know, they they pretty much eat well. And I don't know. My kids are, you know, they're athletes. They're pretty healthy, thank God. So that's, you know, there's, we have some ancient old remedies that my grandmother used to use and, my mom and you know but we just you know we just try to get through the season get through the season any specific remedies you you remember your grandmother sharing with you to keeping the bugs away uh, let me think <laughs> did you ever hear of one you know when my son had a fever they told me to rub butter on his stomach mix it with baking soda and um, so a little bit of alcohol and rub it on his stomach and it would take the fever away. Have you ever heard of that? See, not that one. My nana used to, I mean, this, I mean, we can't do that now. But she used to give my mom, I remember, you know, I mean, alcohol. That used to kill everything. When my mom had a sore throat, she used to give her a little bit of rum or, uh, you know, even with like toothaches. I've heard like I was flying recently in a flight attendant. Someone had a toothache, a flight attendant actually gave her... Um, a little bottle, uh, a little bit of rum, and she put it on. This lady put it on her tooth, her gums, and it went. It, it actually helped. I mean, we can't do that <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> Wait, it, it either took the pain away or made her drunk. One of the two. <laughs> one of the two. I know, right? Yeah. But no, I mean, we can't do those kind of things nowadays. But I mean, my grandmother used to put like on her forehead when we had fevers. They used to put rubbing alcohol. I mean, those kind of things that they, I guess, they say not to nowadays, but. You know, like for ear infections, they used to put my 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 mom used to put um, warm olive oil in our ear. To my help with goodness! Ear wow, warm that... olive oil. That's pretty much you know what I what I remember. You know the the, the Vicks, the classic Vicks that I think we use oh, you know today. Do you know what I love Vicks? I love oh, yeah. Vicks. I still use that on my kids for the stuffy. You know, I use saline nose drops. Um, you know, to, to keep their nose stuffy. I mean, my kids have been pretty healthy, but they've had their run of, you know, the flu and the those type of things. Yes, yes. You know what? One thing I uh, remember for those of guy for those of you who are just tuning in, 
Uh, and we're also Facebooking live, Jules. So say, send a shout out. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hi, San Antonio. And um, we're in the, the studios here. We're talking about um, any type of holistic natural home remedies for cough and sore throats. So for those people who are out there listening, you can share your thoughts, too. You can Facebook me if you like. Um you can My also log on to livingagoodlife.net. So, but I remember, if you remember, you guys, any holistic remedies for your ears, your eyes, your throat. Mm. My grandmother, uh, we used to do a little bit of alcohol, a little drop too in our ears. And the alcohol comes back. Yeah, do you remember that? <laughs> and, oh, and, well, I mean, all of those. So, you know, nowadays you can't really, you know, anything you use, those type of things, it's that was a big no-no yeah. nowadays. Well, I don't no. know because it works for my kid. I don't know about you. Any of you guys, do y'all remember any holistic um, remedies your grandmother used to tell you tell you for colds and the common cold? Janie, Carlos, you can text it to me, or uh, Dorinda. Do, does anybody remember? Because I, now I, I want to call my aunt, actually, and ask her because it did work for my son. Yeah. We did the butter, the baking soda, and a little bit of alcohol. We used to rub it on their stomach to take the fever away. Does anybody remember that? Or did, was my grandmother that. just a good old, uh, uh, what do you call in Wiccan or something? Tried, I don't know. Tried, she was, yeah, she tried anything, anything to get you guys. No, I like, like for the sore throat, I always use it, which helps my kids, is the, you know, the honey, the honey and lemon. They take a, like Ooh, a honey and lemon, yeah, for the sore throat. Oh, yeah, honey and lemon, even for a cough, honey and lemon. And if you have like the oil that you can, you know, uh, or inhale or, or, you know, take orally, um, a little eucalyptus on it. I mean, that's what I, I've given my kids, and it, it seems to have helped. Well, you so, know you what, know. Jules? We have a lot of millennials because they're telling me for a good sore throat, take a shot of tequila. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I thought of you with that, of course. That was too. from Carlos Reyes. Go, come on, Carlos. We're talking about for everybody. Not everybody can handle tequila. It'll knock you out. Uh, Janie Lopez says she used to rub Vicks on her son's chest and back. Yeah, and the bottoms of your feet, too. Oh, the bottom of your feet. See, now that's a new one. I haven't heard that. Uh, Stephanie says they used to rub olive oil on the tummy. Now, Stephanie, would that take away the fever, or what would that what would that do? Does anybody remember the butter and the baking soda on the stomach? I'm just curious to see if my grandmother was crazy or if it was a legit thing. <laughs> whatever works. Whatever works. Oh, okay. We'll see. Charlotte says her grandmother said they used Vicks on the feet, chest, and back, and also yes. uh, the volcano liniment. Remember that? Can you still buy that? The vol- volcanical. Remember the volcanical liniment? They used to put it on everything. Ah. See, my my husband, his mom's Asian, so she goes honestly, and I think this has worked. Like for she goes to the Asian store and buys those Asian. Oh yeah, oils. the volcano, uh, the volcanico. My dad used to use it a lot on his ankles for swelling and stuff. Hi, yeah, Barbara. Yeah. Welcome to the show. We're talking about natural, holistic remedies that your grandmother used to teach you on using for your kids for a sore throat, for uh, clogged ears, for respiratory infections. Uh, feel free to text me whatever your grandmother told you to use or your grandpa, abuelita, whatever. <laughs> I don't know about you, Jules, but you, your family goes way back. Well, you and I are definitely not millennials. No, no, my family goes way back. Yes, ma'am. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, and so uh, yeah, Carlos scores by the tequila. Okay, Carlos. All right for the sore throat. Yeah, we'll try that next time for the adults. I think. Yeah, um, yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, so you've had some fun, Jules. You've you've been traveling a lot with your kids and stuff. The flu hasn't hit yet at our school, has it? Hit at your your house yet? You know what? It, it we had a little bit of the virus. Um, probably in the beginning of November. We had a little bit of that. Um, But, I mean, like I said, I I have a humidifier working all day long at my house. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean... Oh, that works too. The the humidifier and the... And the um, vaporizer. vaporizer. Yeah, I use both. Because when my kids start hitting, like, the congestion, I put the vaporizer on so they can inhale the steam and all that. I mean, I have that all the time. Like I said, I, I mean, I'm popping vitamin C's in my kids. Um, vitamin C's. A lot of vitamins, too, that you can give your kids también. Exactly. Uh, fruits Most- and vegetables and things like that. Janie Lopez exactly. on Facebook says her um, grandmother, and, and they're from Mexico, Mexico mm-hmm. so she said they used to boil tomatoes for their tonsils. Really? How about yes. if they just do a shot of red salsa? Would that work, too? I'm just True. curious. <laughs> You know, my, my grandmother used to make us eat chile as well when we were congested. Absolutely, I agree. Or like horseradish when, uh-huh. when we were, when I'm, well, like when I'm really stuffy with the, my sinuses or allergies, if I eat a little horseradish, that thing opens me right up. Horseradish. Okay, well, now that I would try. I think uh, uh, horseradish would work really well, too, unclogging the nasal passages. Oh, Charlotte oh. says um, uh, in Spanish, her grandmother would go outside and pull it and uh, pull the hueva buena. You ever heard of that? Hueva buena? I thought you were saying the huevos. The huevos. No. Herva buena is what it is, I think. If I can read it correctly, I'm going blind, too, as my old age. I've, I've, I've heard of that, but no, I don't know. I've heard of that, You so. pull the leaves off from the from the tree, and you boil it and make a tea, and it's good for tummy aches, cramps for girls who are PMSing. And, of course, ah, mira nomás. Charlotte says they still do the ojo with the eggs and everything in the prayer, and that works. Charlotte, you're crazy, girl. My grandma used to do that all the time. I swear it didn't cast nothing out of me. I'm still as evil as I am. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. So we got holistic treatments going on right now. Sore throats, cure the throat, the cough. Um, Thank you for all your comments, everybody. Thank you, everybody, on Facebook. Hey. Uh, live show today on livingagoodlife.net. And Jules, thank you for being a wonderful host and calling in and telling me about your holistic remedies. Thank you. Anytime, I mean, Mama Sita. Anytime for you. Oh, hey, you're a mom of four, four kids. My goodness, girl. I just, yeah, I just try. I mean, I do what, you know, nowadays there's so many new remedies. It's not just the old ones anymore. Nowadays there's so many new, you know, there's so many new things. You know, I just. You know, for tummy aches, I give them ginger tea. I boil fresh ginger with some ginger, honey. Ginger, yeah. Boiling I ginger. A lot like of the that. fresh herbs. I grow them all outside, too. Boiling fresh herbs, yeah. just like my grandmother making a tea. Always works. All right, guys. We'll be right back. We're going to take a commercial break. We're going to be back. We're going to talk about the new findings about uh, birth control and breast cancer. There is definitely a link to that. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about the studies, and uh, we'll listen a little bit what uh, uh, a couple of doctors say on the CBS show. So, Come right back, and if you guys are tuning in on Facebook, you can always log on right now to 1160 AM Radio Luz, San Antonio, and you can finish out the show, or you can log online to livingagoodlife.net, and it'll be on a SoundCloud there for you, so you can check out the show as well. Drex is on the show, so you might want to pick up that podcast. Uh, go to Living a Good Life or go to my SoundCloud 
and you will pick up the podcast there. We'll be right back, guys, and thank you for listening, and have uh, happy shopping as you guys celebrate your holidays. And today, we're also going to pick a winner for uh, our Hotness Holiday Makeover. We're down to our three finalists. So on Facebook, go to my Facebook, choose which girl, which lady you guys want to win a whole holiday makeover. That's hair, style, massage, spa, down to their little feet, everything. Got three ladies on there. It's Rosalise. I got a Sandra and also Cynthia Garcia. So choose from those three guys and let's pick a winner today. I'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Living a Good Life. Looking for quality care for your patient? Then let Heavenly Hospice help. Heavenly Hospice is here to personalize end of life by providing compassionate care, support, information, and knowledge to our patients and families. Our program emphasizes the relief of pain and physical discomfort while focusing on the needs of our patients as well as their families. Heavenly Hospice addresses the emotional and spiritual needs of our patients and their families. When it comes to home health aides, social workers, nurses, chaplains, trained volunteers, they all help you create a plan of care that is flexible for your family. Hospice is part of your benefits. Medicare covers 100% of hospice care, and many insurance plans have hospice benefits. There is usually no cost to the patient and or family for hospice services. Let Heavenly Hospice light the way for your loved one who needs hospice care, professional, compassionate care, and support. Just a few things that we do best at Heavenly Hospice. Call now at 210-231-0435. That's 210-231-0435. In today's Health Minute, looking for the perfect snack to start putting in those lunch boxes? Something filling and on the go? And less mess? How about the good old banana? That's right, bananas. Bananas are very high in vitamins, especially vitamin B6, and also have plenty of dietary fiber, potassium, manganese, vitamin C, biotin, and copper. Now, for those of you who suffer from migraines, you can get a good source of vitamin B6 and potassium in one shot with a banana. And for those who are watching their weight, try eating an unripened banana. Unripened banana doesn't hold as much sugar, but it is a concentrated starch. So as the banana ripens, most of the banana turns into sugar. So for those of you who are insulin resistant or trying to cut out carbs, note that the banana is much better to eat green than it is ripened. But for the kids, hey, bananas are great. Also, if you suffer from dysentery or diarrhea, bananas is great to have as a healthy snack because it is a digestive resistant starch. So load up on your bananas and your healthy snack. Let's eat healthy, America. And remember, your body is the only one that you got. Senior Solutions of Texas is there when you need help with most social services, from placement to home health care, from palliative care to helping someone get hooked up with a home health care provider. If you need a visiting nurse or a visiting physician or even hospice care, Senior Solutions of Texas can help. They accept traditional Medicare, Molina Medicare and Medicaid, Humana Medicare plans including Humana Gold, Aetna Medicare, Superior Medicare, Blue Cross PPO, Care Improvement Plus, and Pyramid Care. So, if you're in San Antonio, Austin, or the Rio Grande Valley, call on Senior Solutions of Texas at 210-884-2060. That's 210-884-2060. Or visit SeniorSolutionsOfTexas.com. Senior Solutions of Texas. 
210-884-2060. There, when you need help with most social services, 210-884-2060. Somos fuertes, furiosos, invencibles. Y luego un día, alguien cercano a nosotros se muere y empezamos a pensar en lo inevitable para todos nosotros. ¿Será que tu familia o seres queridos conocen tus deseos? ¿Sabrán a quién llamar o qué hacer para llevarlos a cabo? Es algo que todos deberíamos haber cuidado antes de que nuestros seres queridos se vieran obligados a hacerlo por nosotros después de que nos hayamos ido. ¡Piénsenlo! Planear antes de un momento de necesidad es realmente proteger a los que amamos. El acuerdo final que usted y sus seres queridos eligen hoy, el costo de hoy estará listo. Deje que la gente de Sunset Funeral Home and Memorial Park lo ayuden con sus arreglos financieros. Desde 1928, Sunset ha sido un hombre de confianza en los servicios de Funeral Cemetery and Cremation en San Antonio. Eso significa que Sunset ha estado ayudando a las familias como la suya y la mía con servicios funerarios de pre-necesidad por casi 100 años. Llame ahora para obtener más información al 210-701-2499. Eso es el 210-701-2499. of hormonal birth control and the risk of breast cancer. It found a small but meaningful increase in risk following the extended use of birth control pills, IUDs, and other forms of hormonal contraception. Before this study, the risk was mostly associated with older forms of birth control that had higher hormone levels. Dr. David Agus joins us to explain why the news is a surprise to many doctors. Dr. Agus, thank you for joining us from California this morning. So details first, please, and what concerns you most? Good morning, Gail. The, you know, this is 1.8 million women in Denmark. We're all on one health system, so we can look at their electronic records. And in these women, there were significantly higher cases of breast cancer in the ones who were on oral contraceptives and intrauterine devices that are hormones. Well, this is the first study that had shown intrauterine devices with hormones having association with breast cancer in large numbers. And obviously, with the lower dose of oral contraceptives, we thought there wouldn't be as much of a risk as the higher dose, but it turns out to be the same, about a 20% increase in breast cancer overall, 9% if you're on it for a year, and up to 38% if you're on it for 10 years or more. We know that studies have long established that exposure of breast tissue to female hormones is what causes breast cancer. So that's an established link. So what's the effect of this study? Should women stop taking birth control? No, with any drug or anything you take, there's a risk and there's a benefit, and you have to look at that. I mean, this is, in absolute terms, a relatively small risk. A hundred thousand women on oral contraceptives or this intrauterine devices, 68 breast cancers a year. If uh, you're not on it, it's 55, so it's a small increase. So you have to have a discussion with your doctor based on your family history and based on other factors to decide. Remember, oral contraceptives also lower the risk of ovarian and endometrial cancer, so there is a balancing act here. Does the age of the women matter? No question about it. And so obviously younger women, uh, uh, you know, on oral contraceptives, but as you get older and you're on it for longer, the risk seems to go up. So women over 35 should have a serious talk with their doctor about whether they should still be on these oral contraceptives. And this is still an evolution. So it's going to be a discussion between you and your doctor. Dr. David Agus, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you.
right, so there you have it. Now that's an interesting, interesting uh, uh, break, breaking news that happened earlier this week. And I'm, you know, kind of curious now about birth control pills and hormone therapy and stuff. It makes me wonder about the hormone therapy I'm on. You know, I, I'm on hormone therapy for um, more menopausal symptoms and trying to keep the clarity in my brain. <laughs> if you have no idea um, how menopause can just uh, make you so dumbfounded lately, along with the cholesterol medications and and all the things that you take, it seems like when you get to that age where you're like, uh, do I really need to take this extra pill, doc? And he'll tell you, well, no, you can always uh, go sit in the gym for 24 hours and exercise your brain out and eat nothing but green vegetables. Okay, sir, I will try my best to do that. <laughs> but it's very, very hard. But if you guys, uh, talking about birth control pills and weighing the pros and cons of birth control pill use, um, because there is that percentage that they see uh, with using Depo-Provera, hormone-releasing IUDs, um, including the birth control patch, the vaginal ring, that there is an increase in, in breast cancer. And, you know, one of my good friends that I have had the privilege to work with back in the day in, in, in my old radio years, um, she did battle with uh, breast cancer. And uh, she found out by accident she had uh, breast cancer. She was like a stage four, if I want to I wanna remember correctly. And we're talking to Lisa Kirkus. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, hotness? Oh, my goodness, girl. You know, I, I, since then, I, I've been thinking a lot about you with all these new developments with breast cancer, breast, cancer, breast awareness, and now hormone therapy. And, and I can only imagine, you know, the, the big fight that you've had for many years uh, you've certainly lived a, a roller coaster life, and I remember you poured out your heart to me once. We were at Chuck E. Cheese with our kids, and yes. and and it was I was in shock because, you know, I remember going hanging out with you and going to Piatti's and having some martinis <laughs> and and uh, then uh, listening to to oh my gosh, you never you never guess what happened to me. You never know what's going on with me. And you shared your story, and I was just baffled and and just uh, saddened because, you know, you just never know when you're going to get sick. You never know when things are going to happen to you, and you're trying to plan for your future or plan for um, whatever else that you may got going on to do with your kids. And all of a sudden, it just comes to a sudden stop, and you've got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I've got to take care of me. When you got the diagnosis, what... I mean, you, you got your diagnosis by simply by an accident. Tell, tell me your story. Well, um, the day after my 48th birthday, um, the weird thing is, you know, the day before I'd gone, celebrated my 48th birthday shower, you know, I didn't notice anything out of the norm. So the following day after my 48th birthday celebration, I woke up, jumped in the shower, you know, and I was washing my body and I noticed something that so I noticed something there that wasn't there the day before when I showered so I kind of poked around it, on it you know I pressed on it didn't hurt didn't you know I had no discomfort but for a fact it wasn't there the day before when I showered so it was the size of a pea mm. um, and my skin was so transparent you could see right through it and it was touching my nipple and where the the actual pea-sized lump was 
there was an indention in my breast. I thought, okay, why? This was not here yesterday. How could this have just appeared from one day to the next? And they say that a lot of times they're there hidden and any some type of action. Like, let's say I was out dancing the night before, could have it surface. Right. And the body. I didn't want to alarm anybody. I didn't make a big deal. I said, you know, I'll go to my, you know, give my OB a call the next day, which was Monday. And I said, and we'll go from there. I got up, called into work, went straight to my OB's office. You know, he did a breast exam and he sent me over to have my first mammogram done. I'd never had a mammogram done. Went and had my mammogram. Ended up spending more than half of the day there while they examined both my breasts and they did ultrasound. They ran all kinds of tests. And I'm sure going through your mind, you were just freaking out, right? Just totally freaking out. out. The doctor came back and says, you know, we want to go ahead and biopsy that lump. We're not going to make you know, any confirmations of anything yet, you know, we want to, we want to biopsy it and find out if it's benign or malignant. It may not be anything. Now, uh, now, Lisa, did your mother or anybody in your family have breast cancer? There is no history of breast cancer in my family. 96% of breast cancer is not hereditary. So what does that tell you? Interesting. Yes. I had a biopsy done. They said it'll be a couple of weeks before we get your results back. Lo and behold, two days later, I was at a stoplight picking up lunch for my boss when I got the call from my OBGYN telling me, your results are back from your biopsy. It looks like we have a little bit of breast cancer going on in your right breast. I almost wrecked my car when I got the news. Oh, my goodness, girl. Please tell me they didn't give you that news while you were driving, for goodness sake. While I was driving, he gave me the news. I was at a stoplight. Yes. Um, so, let me ask, and you've been an advocate for Susan G. Komen. You have your own, um, you're doing a lot of things now proactively to create more awareness yeah. for breast awareness and breast cancer. I want to ask you this question. How long were you on birth control pills? I was on birth control pills for 13 years. I was on birth control up until my late 30s. Wow. So I was, from, I guess, until I was 38, I was on birth control. And so that's a lot of years. Of what stage control. did you come in at for your breast cancer? I was very fortunate that I did found my breast cancer early. Um, I was a stage two. So I made 100% recovery. I did have a double mastectomy. I've had two attempts at breast reconstruction. And my doctor did say that my breast cancer was estrogen fed. Could have been from the birth control pill. So with that, after I had, after I went through my chemo, they, I now have to take a, what they call an estrogen blocker to prevent my body from producing estrogen to prevent, to prevent breast cancer recurrence. So I will take that for the next five to 10 years of my life to prevent breast cancer recurrence. So with this latest breaking news, um, let me just read to you what Newsweek had to say. Uh, Birth control may be increasing women's chance of developing breast cancer by as much as 38%. The link with cancer risk exists not only for older generations of hormone contraceptives, but also the products that many women use today. According to the paper published Wednesday from the New England Journal of Medicine, the study used an average of 10 years of data for more than 1.8 million Danish women. Now, these results were scary at first, and after all, they mean uh, that nearly a quarter of American women 
are doing something that might increase their risk of developing breast cancer by over a third in theory. Now, of course, they say alcohol contributes to breast cancer. Absolutely. Diet, exercise. And uh, exercise as well. Exercise, if you're not, lack of activity. Obesity now is now another risk factor for women for cancer. Now, they said also, Lisa, overall, the study found that women who use birth control had a 20% increase in their relative risk for developing breast cancer. However, that the number varied depending on how long have women have used their particular that particular method. So the longer I, I you're on believe birth that. control pills. I believe it because I was on it for 13 years until I was 38. And when they biopsied, when they removed the tumor and biopsied it, they said, you're too, you, you, I had the most common type of breast cancer, invasive ductal carcinoma, and mine was fed by estrogen, the estrogen that the body releases from the birth control pill. So I, I believe it. And the key to staying alive and staying healthy is early detection saves lives, as in my case. You know, do not ignore your body. Do not ignore the signs. It's better to get it checked and be safe than to be sorry and get a diagnosis you have stage 4 cancer. And, you know, by then, it's really hard to treat, and it's not curable once it, it reaches stage 4. And on that note, that sums it up, Miss Lisa. And I want to wish you and your family um, um, better days. I'm, I'm glad that you are now in God complete remission. And no, not even. My, I'm totally cancer-free. I, uh, I got my... From my OB, I mean, my oncologist, that I am in pristine health and I am cancer-free three and a half years. Amazing. And estrogen-fed, your type of breast cancer. That's that's going to be interesting to see the more studies that they do. However, uh, weighing the pros and cons before making any decisions about birth control pills and getting off of them, make sure you talk with your health care provider about the benefits yes. and risk. Because um, you, you may be in a lower risk, you may be in a higher risk. And they do say birth control pills do help with keeping ovarian cancer at bay and uh, there are other risk factors, but check with your OB-GYN doctor before doing anything rash on on medications Absolutely. Be on, be on top of it. See your doctor regularly and get your mammogram and just get checked. Thank you, Lisa, for joining us on Living a Good Life. My dear friend, hugs and kisses. Mwah. Hugs and kisses. Mwah. Love and we you, will miss you. Definitely get together soon, girl. Piotti's girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right. Thank you for listening to livingagoodlife.net. We'll be right back. We'll also have our winner for the hotness, hope for the holidays, a big makeover. Tune in to Facebook and livingagoodlife.net for the winner. Thank you so much and have a safe weekend. Awesome, girl. Thank you for giving us the time in your day to let you know what's healthy for you, your families, your lifestyle, your well-being. And remember, we like to share with all our listeners and people out there listening, before starting any new medical regimen, always discuss it with your doctor or a medical professional. And thank you for listening to Living a Good Life. Join us online, livingagoodlife.net. We'd like to hear from you because we are all about your family, you, and your friends. If you'd like to be on this show or if you have questions or maybe you'd like to advertise, please don't hesitate to give us a call at 210-884-2060 or log on to our website, livingagoodlife.net. We'd love to hear from you. A full hour on Saturday. And thank you for listening to Living a Good Life.